Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee on the Rocks, hosted by Roxy. I am here today with Fiona. Hey guys. So we're actually doing this through Zoom. It's my first time doing this, a virtual interview, which should be interesting, but it sounds great. I feel like it sounds like we're in the same room because, I don't know, like our microphones are- Yeah, there's not- much of a delay it's yeah yeah, like you wouldn't be able to tell that we're doing this during rona (laughs) exactly and i've always wanted to do virtual interviews to begin with even before rona but yeah this should be interesting so if there's like an awkward pause or anything you guys know we're in two different places fiona's in california i'm in connecticut (laughs) yeah so we're on a three hour time difference too which you guys have no idea but anyways thank you so much for being on the episode today i'm so excited to have you Thanks for having me. I actually know Fiona through social media, which sounds crazy. Like Instagram can really bring people together. Like I think she knows one of my friends or an acquaintance or something, but not really. Yeah, we like both lived in New York at the same time. Um, I was just there for a summer internship. And I think we honestly just like connected through like the explore page. Like I loved her outfits and (laughs) then we followed each other and here we are. That's so funny because I was thinking of who should I bring on to the podcast and then I was like looking through my followers and I was like, okay, this girl seems very inspiring. And then I saw your TikTok and I oh saw like <laughs> like a day in your life as a news reporter. If you guys didn't know, Fiona's a news reporter and I was like, oh my God, she has a really cool job and I feel like so many people would find that inspiring. That's so sweet of you. Um, Yeah. Oh my gosh. TikTok again, social media, bringing people together. Um, But yeah, I just started my career. So I'm eager to give advice to people that are like going through that same transition in life. Give us a little background on like where you went to school, what you majored in and any internships you had. So um, I actually started high school in like a very small town and I always like had a love for broadcasting even then Mm -hmm. I went to school in Pennsylvania in like the Amish countryside with like less than 400 kids but I was like that girl that would read the announcements in the morning um so yeah (laughs) and it all started from there and then we like started this little newscast at my high school our green screen was made from like a sheet from like joanne fabric it was so ratchet um (laughs) but i was like man (laughs) i really like this like i think i'm gonna try to go to college for it and then i went on to penn state Uh, which has a pretty good broadcasting program. And I just, you know, studied it all four years and fell in love with it ever since. So you kind of knew from like a very early age, you were like, this is something I could do. I mean, like, even as a little kid, I was always like kind of a like storyteller. Um, and I would pretend to be like a red carpet reporter and things like that. But I never really took it seriously or thought that it was even a job option. Like I always, you know, watched people on the news and thought they were like characters. But mm-hmm. <laughs> then when I got older, I'm like, no, like, that's a job like I could do it. Um, and I just yeah, I started from college then and just did it. <laughs> That's so crazy to me. So I feel like so many people don't like they go into college and they don't know what they want to do for a career. I was one of those people. I still don't even know what I want to do when I'm in grad school. But <laughs> I feel like which is so normal too. like 100%. <laughs> we're, we're so young. Like, yeah. But it's so cool how you like, you were like, okay, I like this. I'm gonna do it. 
and you did it. I guess my situation is rare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you have like any internships along the way that helped you to get to where you are now? Well, that's like a big point I wanted to bring up on here because I would say the internship process was my biggest obstacle. Like through college, it's not easy finding internships and um, people can get very discouraged by that when you're like, you know, 20 years old in your sophomore year of college and you're not hearing back from internships, especially studying communications, which I think Roxy, you study, do you study communications or you study fashion, right? I study fashion all right now. Okay. So yeah, that's like similar, I think to us where like the internship world is crazy. Like it's so competitive, right? Yeah, it is. And it's all about who you know. Exactly. And so I have no connections. Like I said, I grew up in Amish country. Like my only connection is Jedediah, my neighbor who sells freaking like (laughs) baked goods. Like I don't know anybody in this industry. So what I did was I like sent emails to these random news stations around like the country. Like I, um, I emailed some in Miami. I emailed some in New York and like random places. And I heard back from the one in Miami and they were like, yeah, you can intern with us, but we don't have an internship program, but you can just come here and shadow and we're not going to pay you, which sucks. Did you do it? Um, I did. And it was like, honestly, the best decision I ever made. Are you serious? Yeah, it's just like things like that. Like that's my biggest piece of advice um, for internships. Actually, let me take that back. Um, Unpaid internships should not be a thing, but unfortunately they are. Yeah, and I took it and I made great connections and that one unpaid internship is what like launched me forward and then Mm -hmm. the rest of the ones I had were paid. It's so crazy to think about. I did um, this one unpaid internship for social media marketing and I kind of just did it because I was like, I need experience, blah, blah, blah. And I would watch all these YouTubers and they all said the same thing, like take any internship freshman year, sophomore year, because you're going to get experience, make connections. You can use those people as references. And I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And that internship helped me so much for like my future ones, which were like bigger titles, you know? Yeah, exactly. And was it still in New York City for you? So it was online. Like I had to submit articles for their blog and I had to post on their Instagram and Twitter, but I learned so much. And that guy who um, was in charge of that internship, he actually referred me for other ones And it kind of just like went on from there. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like one connection can take you so far. Exactly. So the one in Miami is basically what started everything for you? Yeah, I would say so. Because I actually went through a period like before that when I wasn't hearing back from internships and I almost wanted to change my career path and do something with business that was like more, you know, stable. Um, But then that just changed my whole, once I got that internship, it changed my whole outlook. And I got connected with people who got me into like, like NBC and like bigger name companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but it's honestly it all about the grind. I did. Yeah. That was my one in New York. That's so crazy. I know like three people from my school who have interned there, but I know there's so many interns there. Yeah. I feel like there's so many, right. But like at <laughs> yeah, the same time, it's like competitive. I don't get it, but. 
it is competitive, but like I think that's a really good internship to have. I've only heard re- heard it, really good things about it. It was it was good. I honestly like loved the people I worked with and those connections to like the people you intern with, which I'm sure you can agree, Roxy, like the people your age are going to be super valuable to you in the future as well. Exactly. Exactly. What would be any obstacles that you would consider that were like along the way, I guess? Um, I think for anyone in that like with broadcasting specifically, like I know like a lot of colleges offer communications for a major, but then if you specifically major in broadcast, you kind of have the option to do the on air or to be in production. And a lot of people start out and they want to be on air right away and they figure out like you need to grow a really thick skin. And I found that to be a huge obstacle for me, like going through college and Mm -hmm. even with my first job that I'm in right now. So by that, do you mean like thick skin as in putting yourself in front of the camera or just like in general? Honestly, both. Like being on camera is one thing, um, but you can, you can fake it till you make it when you're on camera. But even behind the scenes, like you need to know how to deal with almost every kind of person. You need to know like a little about a lot. And sometimes it feels like you wake up every day and have like a different college major when like you're working in news because every day is different. You can never expect what you're going to report on. Yeah, that's so crazy. I remember when I saw your video about waking up so early. I wake up at like eight in the morning. Yeah. And I'm like, like you wake up at like four, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> the other obstacle. Um, if, if you're considering being a news reporter for anyone listening, um, you're likely going to start out with a pretty rough schedule and a pretty rough city because that's just how the game works. It's like the hustle in the beginning. I wake up at 2.30 in the morning every day. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. So what time do you go to sleep? Uh, honestly, girl, I like barely sleep. It sucks because I like on the weekends, I live a normal life and I go out with my friends and they're out until like, you know, sometimes one or two in the morning. So my sleep's got back, but I'll I'll go to bed at like nine, um, and get like five, five and a half hours. I guess that would be, yeah. I mean, the grind does not stop. (laughs) I mean, I can't, I could never. So I like applaud you for that because that is probably super, super hard. It's, it's not easy. Yeah, I, I mean, I do take naps. Naps are amazing. But um, yeah, it's not easy. But my contract is for two years here for my first job, which that's how it is for most news reporters. And then you kind of like move up the, what's it called? The food the scale. Chain. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I used to watch this one YouTuber who's um, a news reporter. Her name is Clancy. Oh my gosh, I watch her, Clancy Burke. Yeah, I don't know why I watch her because I'm not trying to be a news reporter, but I just find that lifestyle so interesting. And so like, I don't know, it's it's something I could never do. So I'm like inspired by it. And she would do like daily vlogs of her getting up super, super early and talking about like the different things going on in that area. She was in Ohio, Dayton, Ohio. 
I remember. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. And she's so real too. Like I, I followed her too because of that. Cause she just kept it real and she was, I feel like, like every it. news reporter knows her because she has a YouTube channel. Yeah. She's one of the only ones I feel like. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like because yeah, she's cool when you posted that TikTok and it low key went viral. I think people low key, <laughs> low key. No, but I think people really appreciate that because it's like, it's not something a lot of people do. They don't document their day. They don't really show you what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, if like the average person would spend a day like at, like at my job and seeing what happens in the control room, they would probably be like so shook at how like different it is than any other kind of job. But for people that work in it, it's just like the everyday routine. No, so I know exactly. I wanted to show it. I know exactly. Yeah, you worked in TV too, Roxy, like the Wendy show. Yeah, I actually just got offered a position there. I'm- oh my God, that's awesome. Thank you. I'm so excited. But I know that the hours are going to be, they're not going to be as crazy as yours, but I'm going to have to take the train in at like six in the morning, which is crazy, but I'm going to do it. It'll um, be so worth it. You know, in the morning, like they get you so hyped up and it's just the adrenaline rush. It's so exciting and I love it. And I'm just really excited. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And the Wendy show is in New York too. So you're in a way better location because in, <laughs> yeah, in news, people usually start in small towns like Clancy is in Ohio, like you were saying, and I'm in Bakersfield, which is in the middle of nowhere. Wait, um, I thought you were in Los Angeles for some reason. No, I mean, Bakersfield, if anyone listening is familiar with California, they would know it's like an hour and 40 minutes north of Los Angeles. Oh, but you go to like Malibu all the time, right? Just on the weekends. Yeah, I like drive the two hours because, yeah, I get bored. (laughs) I would do the same thing. I actually want to move to California in the future. You totally should. It's super awesome. Give us a little insight on a typical workday in your life. So I go in and it's honestly like a madhouse already at four in the morning, believe it or not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, because my producers have been there overnight. They start at like midnight, which is even crazier. And they have been building the show. Like you'll see it when you start working for the Wendy show. Like there's so much preparation that goes into TV and people don't realize it, but you like, I get in there and they have everything ready and I need to do my makeup. I'm always like shambled and scrambling to do it. Like you don't get a hair and makeup artist if you're wondering. Um, and then I, I go on air at like five, like right at the top of the show and talk about whatever breaking news is happening. So it could be different every day. And then I do that for four hours and I take a break and then I do it again and I leave the workplace at one. Wait, so you talk for four hours? (laughs) Not like straight, not four hours in a row. Thank God. Um, it'll be like random. Like that's the other unpredictable aspect of it too, because it's only when breaking news is happening. So each little segment is like 30 seconds to a minute and they'll just oh, put okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like randomly sporadically throughout the show. Do you have a stylist? No. Oh my God. My stylist is my damn self. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I can't even imagine. I don't think people get stylists really until they get to like, Big, big cities, big. like New York, yeah. LA. yeah. 
is the goal to be in New York or do you like California? I loved New York, but I think it takes, I mean, you know, the grind in New York is unlike any other city in the world. You need to have the best like motivation to wake up and take the train every day. So I think I, I'm going to do that when I'm like 30. Yeah, it it is really, I mean, I'm kind of tired of New York City already. I love it, but like I've done it for four years. It's a lot. It is. Yeah. Four years is a long time to spend there and it's so expensive. And, but at the same time, it's like the most magical city ever. Even now, like in California, I miss it so much. So I don't know. I haven't gone to New York city in about a little over a month and I have just been feeling a little off. I'm like, because in, in New York City, there's a coffee shop everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And here in Connecticut, I have to drive to a coffee shop like 10 minutes away, which is so lame. And it's not me at all. So I'm like, I need to go back to the city. So when I got asked for this position, I was like, yes, I'm going to freaking take it because I miss the city. I don't care if I have to get up super early because I'm. it's just like I need it sometimes. But sometimes it can be too much. So you live in Connecticut and then do your schooling like online? Yeah, all of my classes are online. I actually just had a class an hour before this. Oh, wow. It's awful. I would not recommend it to anyone. I am someone that loves to go to school like physically and see people and just- Yeah, I used to watch like all your vlogs and like- I like you said you were inspired by my lifestyle I was always like inspired by all the stuff you would do on a daily basis like you see you like going to all your classes and you know still going to soul cycle going for a run I'm like okay girl I need to get off my ass and (laughs) (laughs) well now my life is completely changed I mean for the better I think I needed this and it's definitely helped me self-reflect a lot on what I really want. I don't know. It's just, I miss the city. That's a really positive way to look at it though. But yeah, New York is awesome. So what would you say are some pros and cons of working in TV? You kind of already talked about this, but like anything that comes to your mind? Uh, I'm thinking of more like, well, the pros, it's, it is cool. Like it's an adrenaline rush. It really is. And you get to meet the best kind of people. You'll meet people from every walk of life. It helps you understand the world a lot better. Like I, I'm only 22 and this is my first job. So I think the amount that I learned. I'm 22 too. Oh, really? Yeah. Once yeah, birthday. it's, I'm November 5th. I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> okay. I'm April 7th, Aries. I love how you said I'm a Scorpio. I was going to ask you that next. (laughs) I literally, like, I feel like whenever anyone asks about a birthday, like, you just have to disclose the, like, even for Scorpios especially. (laughs) But, yeah, so I think your first job, no matter what industry you're in, but, like, especially in media, you're going to learn so much in the first six months. Mm -hmm. And I'm really grateful for that. And you kind of, like, build a family, right? Because you see these people, like, every single day. Oh, yeah. Like, I moved here. So I'm from the East Coast, and I moved to Bakersfield blindly right before the pandemic. I did not know a single soul here. And when within the first two weeks of working with these people, I work with maybe the same 12 people every day, I felt like they were my mom, dad, sister, brother, mm-hmm. and uncle. Like, it's it's really cool. That's so cool. Well, you said you moved there before quarantine, right? 
Right before quarantine. Yeah. So I got here and I had January and February to live a normal life. And thank God, because I got to like go to LA and meet right. some people. I was going to ask you that. Like, did you meet up with people or were people like, eh? Yeah, I did. And it's, I'm not going to lie. It, it can be hard to make friends outside of college, especially like, yeah, right when you graduate, because you don't have that college atmosphere of like, going to clubs and stuff and going to by clubs I mean like <laughs> like academic clubs right, not, right. not necessarily like one oak or something but you just don't have that um so it's a little more difficult but I made some friends and luckily they were all great people and then I expanded on that um even throughout the quarantine as much as I could that's so crazy it's crazy how 2020 has like done so many positives, but also so many negatives at the same time. Right. It's just been a whirlwind. Like for you, you probably had all your friends in New York, right? And then yeah. did everyone kind of go home? Some people did go home and I still have some friends that are there, but I was able to make new friends here in Connecticut, which is crazy. Never would have thought. I, I mean, like I used to be someone who would like, shit talk on my home city you know I feel like everyone does though so I went to New York I was like I want to get away from this town and then coming back it's like I kind of have to make this my home again and I just started making new friends which is so crazy yeah that is wild because it just happened so fast Mm -hmm. it all happened so fast like think about a year ago today things were totally different it's I don't even like to think about it well sometimes I do because I'm like it's been the year where like there was so much self-growth in so many ways yeah yeah a hundred percent what would be some advice that you would give to someone who's like going into the same career as you um okay I thought about this one a lot before (laughs) because I wanted to make sure it was like Okay. Um, I think this goes for any job in media as a TV personality or whether it even be vlogging or acting. If you want to do something where you are on camera, you need to be confident in yourself and lose the habit of comparing yourself to other people. Because viewers, people that watch someone else on a screen will recognize and appreciate when people are genuine and authentic they'll notice if you're trying to be someone you're not and they don't mm-hmm. like that. Um, so it's, it's honestly amazing that you are your own competition at the end of the day. And if you know that you can shine and you'll know your strengths and you can own your flaws. And it, it really is a beautiful thing. I know. I always love when people are just like genuinely themselves. I notice it in like so many different ways of life, I guess. Like even at Soul Cycle, I was trying to figure out which class I always wanted to take. And there's this one instructor who's just so like authentic, which is so special, you know, and admirable. So I'm like, I'm going to keep taking this class. Yeah, exactly. Like, cause you connect with them more. And I think even through social media and through a screen, like I notice you are super unapologetic and like, you will just own everything that you do and Clancy, like the girl you mentioned on YouTube is the same way. And it, it's what makes people want to connect with you. Mm-hmm. But were you always as confident as you are now? No, not at all. Like it, it takes a lot of self-growth. It takes a lot of 
good times, bad times, um, college, you know, <laughs> it helped and it hurt. But yeah, I think it comes different. It's a different journey for everyone. Mm -hmm. Cause you're gonna like, I feel like if I was a news reporter, which would never happen, but if I was, <laughs> I, I feel like I would mess up all the time. Like I would say something the wrong way or I would just like, I would fuck up a lot. But I, me being me, I'd like make a joke out of it. That's awesome. Like that's like what you should do. And I went, my first few weeks, I messed up all the time. I still mess up all the time. <laughs> Last Friday, I had like the worst <laughs> show of my life. And luckily my producer is my best friend. Shout out Chris. Um, and I literally cried to him and like by like the next hour we were laughing about it and like taking tequila shots and <laughs> forgetting about it. So that's just life. What makes it like a bad show though? Just a combination of things because it's such a team effort. So when the technical stuff goes wrong, it trickles down to the talent and like us on set. So when something goes wrong, it's like a domino effect. And that's what it felt like. So I kept stumbling over my words, couldn't pull myself together. And it was a live television. <laughs> like it doesn't stop. So at the end of the show, I just felt like it was a disaster, but then you move forward and the next day is a totally different day. Right. See, I feel like sometimes it's in our heads more than like it actually is in anything else that we feel like we fuck up like crazy, but then you look back on it and you're like, it actually wasn't that bad. That's the other thing. Yeah, you are definitely your own worst critic and watching yourself back, even people listening to their own voice back, like the, everyone always says, ew, I hate the way that sounds or I hate the way that looks. And everyone else is like, what? Like, it's fine. Like you literally look and sound the same. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. And like, you're yeah. going to have bad days. Exactly. It's unavoidable. And I don't know, life is just weird. <laughs> it is yeah and it's so crazy how talking about this seems like you're asking me these questions like it's geared for news anchors and tv people but it can be applied to any job it really could like I feel like especially when it comes to work everyone's different but personally I love to like do my best as much as I can every single day and give it my all but I'm not going to be perfect every single day right Exactly. And you, once you have a good relationship with your coworkers, um, you can talk to them, which not everyone has that like blessing, I guess, mm -hmm. but um, it's always good to have one person at work that you can like vent mm -hmm. to and say, look, today's just a shitty day and I don't feel myself. And they understand that. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Okay. So the last question is, who do you look to for inspiration? Um, that's like, that's such a good question. Cause there's so many people that inspire me. Um, but honestly it comes down to my own coworkers. Like the anchors that I work with are just so supportive. My main anchor, for example, Sarah, she was like the best mentor for me ever since I interviewed here. I remember interviewing here a year ago. I flew in from Penn state and she like, welcomes me with open arms and like I had not even got the job yet but she said hey look let's go out for a drink tonight and my little 21 year old self was like uh I don't know if that's right to do during a job interview but <laughs> <laughs> I did it and that's kind of what made me like 
create such a good connection with her. And she's like a few years older than me, but she gives the best advice. She's a super hard worker and knows a lot about the world. So that kind of motivated me to do the same. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy how like some people are just so willing to help you. Right. (laughs) I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? But then (laughs) like, then you can pay it forward and do it for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. I'm sure if she's listening to this, she's probably so happy. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I'll send it to her. Yeah. That's, that's really crazy. And I feel like we all have that one person who like kind of helps us so much to, you know, get to where we want to be. Yeah. Who would you say your biggest, I'm curious for you, like in the fashion world, because there is so much inspiration that can be taken from almost everyone in that industry. So who is your biggest source? I'm trying to think of like, I don't know, because I feel like every single person I meet has helped me somehow. The reason I was able to get the internship at Wendy was because I went to a bar freshman year with this girl from my school. Her name's Karina. Shout out to Karina. And Karina was like interning at all these places. And then they were looking for an intern and she reached out and I applied and then I got it. And then I stayed there for two semesters. And every single person I met there, like even Patrick, who is a producer at Wendy, he reached out to me like a couple of days ago and was like, are you interested in being an assistant producer? And it's just like every single person you meet is supposed to happen for a reason, you know? Yeah. It's just so crazy. crazy. It's like mind-blowing. Oh, my gosh. It took one night at a bar to kind of create the (laughs) rest of your life. Literally. And it, it, it applies to so many different things. I just, I'm really sick by the quote, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, it's so cheesy and like, it's not, but like everyone says it. Yeah. But it's actually true. And yeah, that's awesome. It's like so inspirational. What you do (laughs) with whoever comes into your life, you can either learn from it or you can just dwell on it. Exactly. And then keeping in touch with people is also so important because just like, imagine if you hadn't kept in touch with uh, the original girl that you like exactly. hanging out with or you know Patrick like you said then you wouldn't have this job that you're about to start exactly and with like that night with Karina I didn't even want to go out and I forced myself I was like okay my friend's bringing this girl named Karina I'm gonna go out even though I don't want to and then like we became friends and it's just so crazy how just like the smallest decisions can make such a big impact on your life yeah so unexpected even yeah, for my job too, like I really did not want to go to Bakersfield at the last second, I almost backed out and took a producer job in New York, actually. Um, It was actually with NBC too. So it was a big crossroad for me. Yeah, it was with E! News in New York. But you knew you wanted to be like on television, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that was the deciding factor. And then how crazy is this that come I think May that position in New York was like scrapped because e-news was taken off the air so oh, I, I probably about that. yeah like I probably would have been unemployed that's so crazy yeah like I'm telling you everything's really supposed to happen for a reason I know girl you <laughs> trust your gut 
So when something goes bad, then you just got to say, well, probably happened for a reason. (laughs) It's so crazy to me. Literally everyone after college doesn't really know what they're doing, but things kind of fall into place. Yeah. And everyone has that different journey too. And Mm -hmm. even in five years from now, things could be totally different, but that's just like life and that's your career too. Mm -hmm. So you definitely can see yourself like doing this for the rest of your life. Um, I mean, that's hard to say because everyone like, uh, I don't know. I, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I, I really do love what I do, but it's hard and it takes a lot out of you. So I wouldn't be surprised that like in 10 years I'm doing something different. And that's also just me as a person. Like I like to try different things and see new places and yeah. So I don't know. I'll just see where the wind blows. (laughs) No, I, I know what you mean. Like to think of like doing something for the rest of your life. Yeah. And with you, like, do you see yourself being in media more or in fashion? I'm curious. I don't know because when this position was offered to me, it's kind of like, I loved working there so much. Like I really do need the experience right out of college. I love the city. There's no reason for me not to take the job. But um, I definitely love fashion. And I said that in my interview, I was like, if there's any way I can move to the wardrobe department, like, that's what I want to do. And I don't really know exactly what I want to do. I just love to create and I love to live every day differently. And I loved at Wendy because every day we do something different. And like, that's the goal. It's just being happy. That is the best way to look at any job, I think as long as you can make the best out of every day, then you're yeah. Really happy. Yeah. And if I, if I wake up every day, I'm like, oh, I have to go to work. Even if I do like the job, but like if I'm dreading it, I never want to dread like looking at another day, you know? Yeah. And positivity will carry you so far because if you get in a negative mindset, it's so easy to fall into that trap and say like, oh, I don't want to wake up for work. I don't want to wake up for school. But if you find one little thing, if whether it be walking to your favorite coffee shop on the way to the worst class, like it can change your whole outlook. Literally. And I kind of just like focus on, um, just bettering myself every day. And I, I went to grad school because I was like, why not? You know? Right now is the perfect time to do it. I love fashion. Might as well like learn more about it. And then this Wendy thing, it's only going to help me in my career and like get, get me connections. So why not do it? And then I have SoulCycle. I love SoulCycle. It makes me happy every single day. Oh my gosh, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> like I being mean, happy. People are like, what do you want to do in 10 years? I just want to be happy. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so true. Soul cycle. Uh, so you're you're a soul cycle girl. I'm a core power yoga. Really? Person. Yeah. Have you tried it? I haven't, but I've heard of it. It's really good. Yeah, it's a good workout. But soul is intense. Like it I don't is. know how you do it every day. I saw your story. I think it was like a few days ago when you got up at like six or something and did it. I don't like everyone has that one thing they love, you know. And for yeah. me, it's like just being in that room and like feeling inspired and pushing myself. It just makes me so happy. It's amazing. Working out, man. I know like it sucks, (laughs) but it also is the best. It really is. And I think once you start doing that, it just makes your life so much better. You feel good. You look good. Like what is there 
potato obviously the process of it like there's when i'm on the bike i'm like fuck i can't do this i can't <laughs> yeah or when the alarm goes off i think is the hardest part literally i'm like oh, i'll have to get up but i'm like it's so psycho i don't care <laughs> Yeah. And you have to think too, you're paying like what, $30 a class. Yeah. (laughs) But it's so worth it. True. So do you do core yoga every day? Not every day. I do it like a few times a week. And with Rona, um, it got closed for a while, but they actually just reopened this week. So um, I've been going and I'm super pumped about it. (laughs) Are you, is it like one of the things you really look forward to? Yeah, exactly. Like if I'm like, I had a pretty bad day at work yesterday. And the only thing that got me through was the fact that I had a yoga class booked at the end of the day. That's so powerful. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite instructor? I love all of them. I don't know. They're all super like chill and zen. Yeah, zen. (laughs) Yeah, but with soul, I could see how you could like one instructor over the other because everyone has their own style and personality cycle. Okay, well, anyways, I think we're going to end the podcast here because it's been like 40 minutes. How That flew by so fast. (laughs) I know. It really did. We started this at like 6.10. It's 6.50. Yeah, which is, it's 3.50 here, which is so weird, but. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice talking to you, though. I feel like yeah, you too. a lot of people are going to take a lot from this episode and just, you never know who wants to be a news reporter. How many news rep- reporters do you know, you know? Right, yeah, only from college, but like other than that, I don't really know any. It's a, it's a niche kind of thing. <laughs> that was a weird really weird way to describe it (laughs) no but it is like it takes a lot for you to put yourself out there well thank you I really appreciate it and I was so flattered that you asked me to be on this so I hope people can take something away from it well thank you for being on it I'm sure people will take something from this but yeah I think we're gonna end the podcast here thank you Fiona for being on the podcast you guys can follow her on Instagram what's your Instagram it's just my name uh yeah my name's kind of weird it's fiona dager it's spelled d-a-g-h-i-r my last name that's her instagram and i think it's the same for tiktok right unless you don't want people to go on your tiktok <laughs> y'all can keep tiktok i don't mind i mean i low-key went viral so maybe you saw me no i'm kidding <laughs> but it's the same yeah i loved your tiktoks honestly oh, i think i love your tiktoks too they're so my TikToks like are so stupid <laughs> no they're so fun i love it i love tiktok me too i'm obsessed okay well that's gonna be the end of the episode thank you guys so much for listening and i will see you guys in my next one